Chicago Bears head coach Matt Eberflus says he's going to play his starters as much as the full half of the final preseason game. That's a smart move for a Bears franchise that needs every rep it can before week one. You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at CoxSports1. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Bears. You can like Locked On Bears on Facebook. Join the Locked On Bears Facebook group for even more Bears talk. And make sure you hit that subscribe button on the Locked On Bears YouTube channel to keep up with all of our video podcasts as well. Thanks for making Locked On Bears your first listen today. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. On the show today, we look at the Chicago Bears decision to play the starters for a full half in this final preseason game and why it's a good idea. And we shouldn't be too worried about how things might play out on the field against Cleveland. We'll kind of go through why this team needs it, why it's not as big of a concern as you might make it out to be. We'll look at who needs it and who doesn't. And specifically, we'll hear from center Sam Mustafa about what they sort of experienced in the first two preseason games. And I think for me, it illustrates why one more preseason action game in particular will be important for this team to kind of put everything together before week one. Matt Eberflus started off his press conference on Tuesday announcing, hey, this is a simulated game week for the Chicago Bears. They're essentially going through, you know, Monday through Friday, as though it would be a regular season game they're playing this weekend. Obviously not going to treat it like a regular season game when they're on the field, but he did say he's going to play his starters and going to play them longer than we've seen them through any of the first two preseason games. He indicated that most of the starters will play all the way up through halftime. One of the things in particular he wants to see is how the starting offense and defense do in two-minute drill type situations where it's a real two-minute drill and not just a practice two-minute drill. Iberflus did indicate that, you know, some of the more veteran experienced players might not play that full half, that they might exit out a little bit earlier. But guys like Justin Fields, for example, he confirmed, likely to play that entire first half, barring something unexpected. And I think it garnered some mixed reactions. You get some Bears fans thinking, great, we get to see this offense more. It'll be fun to have more than just a drive or two so we can see how they might build a rhythm over time and get some chemistry and you know really hammer some things out before week one. And I think there's another sector of Bears fans saying, wait a minute, why are we risking this starting lineup and these key players to potential injuries in a meaningless game? Why play them so long? Give them a few snaps to get the swing of things and then pull them back out just like you did the other two preseason games, or don't play them at all. They've already played two preseason games. How much more do you need to see in non-preseason game action? Because Iberflus himself has kind of said the preseason games to them don't matter as much as what they see at practice, that because it's such a small sample size and and you know it's there's not a lot they can, can sort of control about the variables, they look more at the bigger sample size of 
the practices, the weeks and weeks of practices at training camp would go farther to determine who's going to make this 53-man roster than purely what they saw in the preseason game. But I'm convinced that playing them in this game, especially the non-experienced players, the younger guys, is exactly what this Bears team needs. Because when we've seen the starting offense in particular, less so the starting defense, but to some extent the defense, in either of these first two preseason games, this has not looked like a starting lineup that is regular season ready. We've seen the backups play fairly consistently, but I think part of it is because they get that chance to get into a rhythm and kind of get used to the game flow a little bit. And when you throw the offense out there and say, all right, two drives, show us what you can do, it eliminates some of the context that you get throughout the ebbs and flows of a football game. And so I think there's some real value here uh, as far as getting some of these guys in particular some of that time. I mean, Justin Fields, for example, learning a new offense, working with new wide receivers. I mean, he's only had, uh, you know, these practices and, what, 12 snaps and, and 15 snaps between the two games each to throw to the likes of Equinemius St. Brown, who he's never thrown to before, or Dante Pettis. You know, Darnell Mooney and, and Fields don't necessarily need that time to build that connection. And I could see Mooney being a guy that maybe they take out after a couple of drives or the first quarter or whatever in that first preseason game. But all the other wide receivers are still getting on the same page with Justin Fields, especially Valus Jones, who A, is a rookie and would need the time anyway, but B, missed the first preseason game and hasn't had as many opportunities to catch passes from Justin Fields or get up to speed in this Bears offense. So I think there's quite a bit of importance for those guys. And then along the offensive line, of course, the, the competition on the right side, Larry Borum and um, Tevin Jenkins, excuse me, you know, obviously want to see as many snaps as you can of them as, as that competition continues to push forward and see if they can hold up some of the consistency that we've seen from them so far to fully beat out Michael Schofield at right guard and potentially Riley Reef at right tackle to solidify that week one starting offensive line. I think you look defensively, probably don't need to see too much of Robert Quinn, probably don't need to see too much of Eddie Jackson, although they've been more inclined to leave you know, Jackson and Jalen Johnson in particular out there a little bit longer than the likes of, of Quinn, who can kind of rotate in and rotate out. And Matt Eberflus did say they expect Roquan Smith to be ready to go and play in this preseason game. I don't know that, does he need, he wouldn't normally need a full half, but given that this will be, he's just getting back to practice and has not been in any preseason games or action on the field up to this point, I wonder if this might be a good opportunity for him to play a little longer than you might have normally played Roquan Smith in this preseason game, but knock some of that rust off as well. So I think you can kind of see the formula here as to why there's a lot of value here. But I also think the risk isn't as great as some people might make it out to be, or we just might fear it to be. We'll kind of get into why, and then we'll hear from Sam Mustafer and, and a great example of, I think, why this preseason game is going to matter and be important for this team Next, on Locked on Bears. This episode of Locked on Bears is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. As you grew up for fall, you're going to need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and most importantly, for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs and reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. I'm on LinkedIn. You are probably on LinkedIn. It's a great way to find a job. 
If you're a job, if you're a business owner or looking for somebody to hire, you just add your job. You can throw in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. They've got simple tools like screening questionnaires that can make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience you're looking for so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I certainly understand the fear of injuries from playing the starters extended snaps in these preseason games. And I'm fully ready to acknowledge that, yes, every year players do get hurt in preseason games and sometimes suffer season-ending injuries. And sometimes it's important players that suffer season-ending injuries. There is undisputably a risk of playing players in a preseason game with injury. And the idea being that, well, the preseason games just don't matter So why bother risking it? And I contend that in this Bears season, 2022 specifically, this is not going to be universally true for every season for the Chicago Bears or every team. But in this team, in this situation, I think A, the risk is worth it. And B, I think the risk is a little bit lower than you might think. Because this idea is is sort of a cost-benefit analysis, right? It's like, well, yes, playing the players will give them more opportunities to practice the offense against a real opponent and develop on field. I think we can we can sort of all understand the general benefits that playing in the preseason game can provide for them with the the the, the, the cost being like well it does the game doesn't really matter compared to a regular season game. But I just wonder if maybe in this bear season in particular do we overvalue regular season games comparatively to preseason games. That yes, whether the Bears win or lose against the Browns this weekend does not make any difference whatsoever on anyone's job or how the team does or anything meaningful at all in the sport. But when we look ahead to this Bears regular season, the games definitely count more. But we're not expecting the Chicago Bears certainly not to go on a Super Bowl run. And at this point, any sort of playoff run, I mean, the odds at Bet Online will tell you it's a long shot. Very low, very few expectations for the playoffs. It's essentially a season where, you know, the playoffs are a little bit out of, out of reach. It's not impossible, but it's a little bit of a long shot. And you never go in admitting that. You, you always believe that the playoffs are within the possibility, and you set that as the goal. Just get in and see what happens. Of course. 100%. You don't want to you don't want to act like the playoffs are out of the question until you are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Totally understand. But functionally for the Chicago Bears, if we're not expecting them to make the playoffs this season, then specifically what are the regular season games worth? They're worth an opportunity for this team to show progress, for this team to gel together and to find out which players are good and which players are not, which players belong as long-term pieces of you know the foundation of this team moving forward, and which players won't be back 
the following season. It's sort of a, this season is sort of a way of seeing the progress of these young guys, checking in on where these guys are, fine tuning the system that you're building around these players and figuring out exactly how you can bring these players along. It's about Justin Fields' development. It's about the development of the, the offensive line and the ground game and, and the running game and the pass protection. It's, it's trying to figure out which of these receivers are going to be long-term options for Fields and which ones are guys you move on from and try and replace next offseason. Defensively, it's a great time for the young secondary to kind of grow within itself. The linebackers around Roquan Smith to transition to this scheme. And of course, a, a lot of different pass rushers in there stepping into bigger roles this season without Khalil Mack without a key mix. Everything I just described this season and regular season about, you could still pretty well apply to the preseason game. And I don't want to say that the preseason game matters the same amount as the regular season game. No. But I think this season in particular, the difference in value of the regular season game and the preseason game is, is less of a difference than it might be in a normal season because the overall wins and losses this season isn't fully how we're going to measure the success of this Bears season. We, we, we know it's not going to be most likely a double-digit win season. And so if then the individual wins and losses matter a little bit less this year in the regular season, then the results of the game matter a little bit less, and it gets closer to a bunch of preseason games. And if the preseason games can still be an opportunity to do all of those things that we just talked about the value being in the regular season of, Justin Fields developing, of seeing which receivers are going to be his guys, of seeing how the young offensive line can develop, of the secondary players getting up to speed, the young pass rushers stepping up to bigger roles. It's not a one-to-one -one comparison, but it's a lot closer in value than it's been in, in of every other season of preseason that I can remember. And certainly, I don't think it's going to be the case again even next season, right? We're sort of expecting that 2023 is when Bears really go a little bit more all-in and push for the playoffs, and this year's more of the development turnover, not tanking, but just sort of figuring out what you have and what you don't have. And that's also what the preseason is all about, figuring out what you have and what you don't have. The difference is in the preseason, you're not playing your starters as much. You're more figuring out the bottom of your roster. But for the Bears in the regular season, it's going to be finishing or figuring out the top of your roster. And so that's why I feel like there's a lot of value toward playing your starters a full half in this preseason game because you're still it will accomplish many of the same things, not all the same things somewhere between some and many of the same things that a regular season game is supposed to accomplish this season. Of course, preseason won't be game planned the same way. You won't have, you know, the script. You won't be scouting your opponent the same way. There's plenty of reasons why the preseason game is not the same and not as valuable. But I think if a player were to get hurt in this preseason game versus hurt in week three versus hurt in week seven, yeah, I mean, of course, you don't want them to get hurt. And the later they could get hurt, the better. But you can't control whether they're going to get hurt in a game. And more, more importantly, in the preseason, it gives you the flexibility to play it more safe. That you can get away because the results really don't matter even less. Justin Fields can throw the ball away more quickly. He can slide more quickly. Receivers can step out of bounds without taking the hit or slide down. or what, you, know, you can take steps in, in preseason games more so than regular season games to protect your body and limit some of the injuries. Can't prevent them all. Injuries are going to happen in any football game. But it's not as though the injury risk in a preseason game is somehow higher than the injury risk in a regular season game. So for me, I want to sort of treat this first half like an extra pseudo-regular season game that can accomplish many or at least some of the same goals as a regular season game. And then I think there's some real value here for this Bears team that needs 
every opportunity for these guys to come together. And I think there's a great way to illustrate this from Sam Mustafer, the center. We'll hear from him and how the hits principle is sort of sinking in. And the, the preseason games in particular have been really eye-opening for these guys. And I think this third one can be another big part of that process next on Locked on Bears. I mentioned it earlier, the bet online odds for the Bears to make the playoffs are a bit of a long shot. Their over-under for win total this season is six and a half wins. You can even bet on where they're going to finish in the NFC North, and those odds are third and fourth place being the two highest odds. No matter what you want to bet on, betonline.net is going to be the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your sports betting needs, not just the Chicago Bears. You can find all your favorite sports and events at your number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including football, Major League Baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, tennis, combat sports, golf, esports, live in-game betting, you name it, Bet Online is here for you. They continue to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information, the scores, the podcast, they have you covered. Head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. We've heard all, all offseason about Matt Eberflus's hits principle going into place. And over time, you, you keep hearing about it over and over again, and you can kind of be like, all right, we're, we get it, right? We get it. They're going to hustle. They're going to hit hard. They're going to generate turnovers. They're going to be intense. We get it. Coaches all say that all the time, and every coach wants their team to hustle, and every coach wants their teams to tackle, and every coach wants their team to, to generate turnovers. We kind of get it. But we got a really good illustration of, of how this is actually – taking effect and having an effect in reaching these players, specifically in these preseason games. Sam Mustafer gave a great example with, with himself through the first two preseason games against the Chiefs and the Seahawks that I think illustrate why this principle is working, but then also why this third preseason game is another important step of this sort of measuring stick of them still getting used to the system and why it's so much more important, especially in this first season of the Eberflus regime and this current state of the Bears team in 2022. How is the hits principle instilled? And don't guys like yourself feel like, hey, I've been going, I've been doing the hits principle my whole life. You know what I mean? Because yeah. now I got to the NFL. Yeah. How do you go even further? For sure. No, that's a great question. Um, it, I mean, it was it was an eye opener for me after that Kansas City game, getting getting back a grade sheet. You know, I'm I'm a guy who prides myself on going to pick up the ball carrier, but you know, I had loafs on the sheet. That's something I'm not like, I'm not used to. And so, uh, you know, I went back. Throughout the week, I was like, "Shoot, I got to practice harder." Like, it, because if you don't practice hard, you're not going to be able to do it in the game. And you know, I could think of a certain play on the sideline. I think it was a dump down to uh, Khalil, and the ball kind of bounced and went out of bounds. And I jogged like four steps. You know, that's a loaf. Like, so I, you know, I want to get to my ball carrier, and make sure he knows, "Hey, I'm there for you." Like, let's regroup. And then, I think to that point, you know, just the first play of last last week's game, and you know, I always look for it but a great example of that hits principle is that first play that tight end screen to Cole commit you know when Cole's on the ground there's nothing but white jerseys around him like that's the hits principle and how that comes to fruition like now Cole knows you know no matter where I am on the field all my guys are going to be there for me so now I can run harder I can fight for those extra yards so I mean it's cool things like that to see, to see it come to fruition is, is nice how'd you find that extra gear though what, Just, what is it? what's the mechanism that makes I mean most of it's mental them the mind is definitely going to go before the body goes. So it's really as hard as you want to play, as hard as you want to push yourself, and then you got to do it day in and day out in practice. 
it's really been eye-opening for guys like Sam Mustafer, and I'm guessing it's a fairly similar experience across the roster there. And I, I loved how specific of an example he was able to give there with you know him, himself and getting sort of marked as loafing on a sheet. Because the way this works is the Bears coaches review every game and, and watch every second that every player is on the field to see, okay, to the time, you know, between whistles, like once the ball is snapped to the time the whistle is blown, are you hustling? And I think that first Chiefs game, you know, it was the first time that the players were in a game situation evaluated that way. They've been supposedly evaluated that way in practice as well, but it's different when it's an actual game. And this was the first, the Chiefs game was the first time they all got those loafing report cards for a game. And it was like, whoa, wait a minute. I didn't even realize that I was loafing or not hustling here and there. And then game two against the Seahawks is sort of an opportunity to correct that. And you see some progress in that area. But I really think then you need that third game to really sort of hammer it home. It's like first game is the eye opener. It's like the, whoa, wait a minute. We, we didn't realize what we were doing wrong. Game two is like, okay, here's your opportunity to correct that. Let's see, let's see how you did. And you can, you can find out then, okay, did I, did I correct enough? Did I, maybe did I, oh, I don't think there's necessarily an overcorrection necessarily, but it's like, you don't know until you get that report card back. So like the first one is like, really wakes you up. The second one, you can see, okay, did I do enough? Or do I need to take it another step forward? And I think it's that third game that it really cements and hits in. It's like, okay, there's no more surprises anymore. You've seen what your first correction looks like. Did you correct enough? Do you need to change? Can you maintain that for one more game? And I think third preseason game, boom, now you're in the groove. Now you get it. Now you've had it happen for multiple preseason games and, and you're ready for that level to be carried into the regular season. Like I think if there was a fourth preseason game still, you wouldn't need it. Wouldn't matter as much. Not going to be as important because you've already you've already sort of hit the three. I wouldn't advocate for necessarily for playing the starters as much in the fourth preseason game if there were still four. But I think that this having that third one in particular is still going to give this Bears team some value, not only for developing the starters, but getting that hits principle and that hits system really assimilated and absorbed by these players, especially for the guys that maybe didn't play in the first preseason game or didn't play in the second preseason game. If there was injuries, I know there were some guys that came back for the first preseason game was against the Seahawks. So they get that sort of hustle report card back and they can say, whoa, wait a minute, maybe I wasn't hustling enough. And that again, this third preseason game can be that opportunity to correct. So you're not getting into week one still needing full corrections from a bunch of players. Of course, there's guys like Pringle and, and Lucas Patrick and a few others that Week one might be their first game and first first opportunity to, to get graded on their hustle and stuff, and that's that's inevitable. But at least this third preseason game really gives them a chance to hammer that home and one last opportunity to really get as much work in as they can. And then they, the other important factor in all this, they get a nice little bye week before the regular season starts. I think week one's not for like another two weeks after this. So they can play the players in this third preseason game, and they don't have to do a seven-day turnaround to play again. They'll have that extended time, heal, rest up the bodies, get fresh for week one, and not worry about being overplayed or burned out too much. So all of it is to say, smart move, I think, by Matt Eberflus. Well worth the risk to play the starters a little bit more. Injuries happen in any football game. You can't avoid them. Don't run from them. Do what's best for your team on the field, and that's getting those guys out there. So encouraged to see how these guys are going to play. In this preseason game, you can be sure we'll break it all down for you right here on the Lockdown Bears podcast. Coming back later this week, we will preview what to watch for 
with this Bears starting group in that first half, both offense and defense. So make sure you tune back in and make Locked On Bears your first listen each and every day, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for your second listen, we're getting ready for our Locked On Podcast Network Ultimate Pro Football Preview. It's starting up next week, August 31st. We'll have an eight episode extravaganza to get you ready for the upcoming NFL season. Our local team experts across the Lockdown Podcast Network and our Odyssey NFL insiders are all going to be combining into one ultimate NFL preview. I will be on the NFC North preview. We'll kind of get a bigger picture look at what this division is going to look for, look at. So starting next week, look for the ultimate pro football preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep coming back for more Lockdown Bears. And most importantly, keep having more opportunities for you to bear down.